The money man showed up again today. The guy in the black suit. The guy Jerry calls the devil incarnate. The guy with the yellow eyes and the perpetual smirk. He showed up and knocked, and I didn't want him to come into the house. Him being near me always makes my bones quiver. So I met him out on the porch of our place. Plus, we didn't have much of an apartment to look at. We'd sold most of the furniture, and the air reeked of addiction. Didn't matter to him. He just smiled like he always does and asked me about Jerry. How the two of y'all doing? He asked, eyes never leaving me. Y'all doing all right? Fine, fine, I said. Fine, I mean, Jerry's good for the money, you know? He's just, he's got back on his feet. I mean, you know? Scratching at my neck, feeling the words come out without being able to stop them. It's been a while since I've been able to control myself, and I just have to ride it out. The money man didn't care. He knew we'd been tweaking. So what? What you did didn't matter so long as you had his money. Money was his life's blood, and he was unrelenting in pursuing it. We'd just hit a bad patch, was all. Jerry cleans money, he said, his eyes remaining steady. Like his hands. They never moved. They never do. Each time he comes around, he just stands there, as if he doesn't have to scare us shitless. He did, every single time, though, even without actively trying. If Jerry can't clean money, then why are we giving him so much of it? He asked. He's working, I said, trying to stall. Jerry hadn't been working in a month, and we were on the verge of losing our apartment, but he didn't want me telling anybody that, especially not the men we owed money to. He's looking for work. He's got a few things, a, a few irons in the fire. My mouth running away with me, threatening to reveal that the money had gone up our noses and into our pipes. I thought about asking him for a little money, just a loan, a, a quick loan, until we could pay him back, just add it to the vig or whatever the mobsters use these days. It was the way he looked at me after that which bothered me the most. You are in a precarious position, he said, and your boyfriend has put you in it. I know, I know, I told him, saying anything to keep him from coming inside, from understanding where all the money had gone. Such a precarious... Wh what does that mean? I wondered if he could tell we were using. I fought the urge to grind my teeth, but caught myself clicking them a few times as we talked. He didn't seem to notice. It means that your boyfriend's probably done fucked up, he said. And if you can't get us that 50 G's by the end of the week, it's gonna come down on you. Both of you. Okay, all right, I said thinking maybe there were a few rocks left under the table in the living room, and so my mind trailed off to that. I know, precarious stuff. So bad, I I'll tell him. It was then I opened the door and backed in, 
trying on a smile that didn't include my teeth, because they had gone in a sorry direction since moving to Atlanta. But I showed him I understood. But I I needed him to get the hell away from me. Vanessa, right? He asked through the crack in the door. Yes, that's right. Yep, Vanessa. None of my business who you run around with, but this guy, Jerry, he's gonna get you killed. He's like an animal doesn't follow his biological imperative. That money doesn't show up by the end of the week. I'll be back. You understand that? Yep, totally, I said, and closed the door. From the other side, he said, I've got some other business to go tend to. I'ma come back and see y'all tonight.